Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Los fans in Mexico, they are so down for you. Like, I don't know if it was because it was my first show. It was just this overwhelming feeling. It was just an amazing moment. I saw their faces change right before my eyes. They went from, I'm so pissed, looking at me up and down, to where they're like, okay, nodding their heads, smiling a little bit. And it was so gratifying for my type of music. And I think for music in general, you guys, Mexico is such an important place. And they're amazing. And I think we rocked it. Hello everyone, saludos a todos. I hope you all are having a really great day. I've been a busy bee and so it's really nice to just sit and talk to you guys about what's going on in my life. As you know, I've been on tour for the Abeja Reina Parte 2. It's been a lot of fun and I've really enjoyed it and we started off in Mexico. So let's get into this episode. This is Cheekies and Chill. One of the reasons the Abeja Reina Parte 2 tour is so special to me is because it's the first time I've ever performed in Mexico. Well, I've performed before in Mexico, but this is like my first show, you guys. In late March, I performed at the Lunario in Mexico City. Oh my goodness, I love you guys so much. That there is the sound of the crowd during... My concert, <sighs> my Lunario people, I love you guys so much. It was actually sold out and I'm just so excited and so grateful with everyone that was there to see me. Tomis Bozis de Mexico. It was special, you guys. It is very difficult to break through to Mexico or into Mexico, should I say. It's just a different audience. The media is different out there. And I've been trying for years now. I've gone out to Mexico to promote my books, some of my music. And I think they see me more of like an American. And I, I've always said this, you guys, I'm 100% Mexicana, 100% American. I'm 200%. I'm from, you know, the 200% club. But in Mexico, son un poquito más, este, ¿cómo te diré? Poquito más celosos in the sense of they want us to be like super proud of being Mexican. And I am. And I think it's just taken a little while for them to believe me, I think. And for them to realize that I am a very proud to be Mexican. Que tengo sangre mexicana corriendo por mis venas. 
And not only that, but a lot of things had been said. There was a lot of chisme and they couldn't really focus on my music. So now I'm like exiting all that stuff and trying not to have so much drama in my life. And thank goodness, I think just staying away from certain people and learning from my mistakes in the past has really taught me to just kind of go around certain questions and bring it back to my music. So, you know, thank goodness for my PR. Shout out to Jennifer Neiman, my my publicist. Anyways, it was an amazing show, you guys. It was a Tuesday. I'll be honest, we were worried, all of us, my team, my record label, everyone was worried because the ticket sales were pretty slow. And that is because there have been other promoters in Mexico trying to sell my shows and they say I'm going to be somewhere and then I don't show up because they're not my booking agency. You know what I mean? And it's kind of given me a bad rap. So I had to just get out there and show them, hey, guys, this is true. I will be at the Lunario. It is my show. And then that's when the ticket sales started coming in. And we didn't find out until the day of, which was March 28th, you guys, that the Lunario was sold out. And I was just excited. It was a very important because it wasn't only a concert for my Mexico fans, but also for the platforms, all the platforms, all the digital platforms, my record label, a lot of promoters. It was like their first time really saying, okay. Cheekies as a singer, you know what I mean? And we killed it. I think we did an amazing job. My banda, Abeja Reina, they are amazing, you guys. We rehearsed. We, I don't know. It was so crazy because I have a teleprompter just for like a, as a safety net. But I know all the songs, but I just psych myself out sometimes. And I felt like I didn't even need to use it. Like I was just in the moment feeling everything, feeling the energy of the crowd. And oh my God, can I tell you guys like, Los fans de Mexico, Mexico fans, they are so passionate. They are so down for you. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, in the United States, my fans aren't down for me because you guys are. I always say my boss bees are the best. I honestly mean that from the bottom of my heart. You guys do things for me that I don't see other artists talk about or maybe they do and they just don't talk about it. I don't know. But you guys are the best. But in Mexico, I don't know if it was because it was my first, my own first show. Because again, I've been at festivals, I've been invited to people's concerts, but this was like my first real concert, like my concert. So it was like, I don't know, it was just like uh, this overwhelming feeling. And they knew all my songs, you guys, like songs that have never been a single. And my favorite song, number seven, Entre Besos y Copas, on the Abeja Reina album, they sang it. It's never been a single. I haven't done a music video for it. And they were freaking singing all of my songs, you guys. It was just an amazing moment. And it was an important show because it was recorded both visually and audio. So you guys, there will be a live album, something I've been wanting for a long time. And I can honestly tell you, I sounded so good for not being on a stage for more than like almost four months, you guys. Of course, I rehearsed. Of course, I do my vocal coaching, all that stuff. But I don't know. I just felt so good in every aspect. I loved, you know, the outfits. And that's one thing I told myself, okay, we're going to do Abeja Reina Parte Dos, which means we got to level up. We got to upgrade the wardrobe. I bought the, the banda outfits, you know, shoes. I want them to look like me. You know, I wear tennis shoes, but then also we're proud to be Latinos, so we've got to show that side as well, and you know, regional Mexican and stuff. So that's kind of like what this whole tour has been about, like the bandanas and you know, the Tejanas all in one, you know, the Mexican and American side of me. 
So we're still doing that in this part two, but I'm adding different songs, songs that people have been asking for, like songs from like my previous albums. I've also added corridos, something that I love, you know, as you guys know, both my Abeja Reina songs are corridos and I love corridos. I mean, that's what I grew up on, you guys, listening to Chalino Sanchez, to Los Razos. I mean, I can't even think of who else, but a bunch of corridos. So I added a little bit of that and that's kind of what it is you know we just leveled it up like all the colors right now for Abeja Reina you guys are red silver and black that's all we're going to see on this tour oh and a hint of yellow and that's what I did in Lunario I did change so the yellow because of course you know bees honey you know um so in some concerts I will have like a yellow outfit here and there but mainly everything will be red black and silver I wanted it to be just very like a theme you know and easier on me as well Because trying to find something to wear every show is not only expensive, but it's time consuming. So I was like, let's make a bunch of outfits and let's like interchange them and kind of just stay in this like same aesthetic. So it was great. I think we started off this tour on the right foot. And talking about Lunario and everything that happened, I don't want to miss a very important part. My mom making an appearance. Um, And here's the thing. I was very surprised. It wasn't a surprise for me because I knew I wanted to surprise the audience and the people that were there. I knew my mom was going to sing. I just hadn't seen the images in, like in the background. So it was a surprise for the audience, but people thought it was a surprise for me. Mind you, I mean, I'm very like kind of micromanage everything. So I was like, I want to know everything that's going on. Of course, I put my set list together, everything. We rehearsed and everything. So I was just surprised because every time I see my mom or I hear her voice, I never know how I'm going to feel. I hadn't seen any of the images. They were beautiful. And it's just seeing there. And it was just like that moment of like, oh my God, that's why Johnny, I don't know if you guys have seen some, some clips on TikTok and stuff, you know, cause Johnny, my brother is now a part of the band. Johnny kind of turned me around so that I could see the screens. And it was just like a moment of like, oh my gosh. And it hits me sometimes you guys where I'm like, dude, my mom's not here. I'm so focused and I have to be strong and everything like that's like every day. I'm like, I got to be strong. I got to be strong for myself, for my siblings. That it's not that I forget that my mom's not here, but in those types of moments, it really hits hard. It's like, oh shit, my mom's not here. And I don't know if, if that makes any sense, but those of you that have lost a parent or a loved one, like I know you're going to know what I mean. Because even though it's been 10 years since my mom's passing, there are days when I'm like driving not even thinking about anything. And it's like, I get like this feeling in my chest of like, oh my gosh, my mom's not here. Like, I wish I could call her. And like, I start crying out of nowhere because it doesn't matter how old I am. I'm always going to need my mom, you know? So it was a beautiful moment and the crowd loved it. And just hearing her voice, I didn't want to hear it in the rehearsals. I just knew it was going to happen, but I hadn't rehearsed that part. I just knew, I know what I'm singing. I don't know what she's going to sing or how she's going to sound. So all of that was like a moment of like, whoa, for me. And just hearing her, it's just thank goodness for technology, you guys, that I'm able to have those moments. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? 
If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. The next day, I went to a radio festival, which had me nervous as well because I'm like, okay, it's free. People can go there for free. What if they don't buy tickets for Lunario? That was another reason why I was like, oh my God, the tickets are slow, whatever. And people were saying, oh, well, Chiquis no tiene público aquí en México, which means, well, Chiquis doesn't have a, a, you know, an audience here. And people thought that it was going to flop. That's what was happening two weeks before the Lunario, you guys. Imagine that stress. But I was like, no, this happened for a reason. It's happening at the right time. God would not place me in this place at this moment to fail. Like I've, I've gone through way too much. And I just kept repeating that. And I was like, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. I just kept repeating when I would find myself getting nervous. I was like, oh, everything's going to be fine. And look at God showing off and showing up in my life. We sold out. So anyways, going back to the festival, the next day was a festival. And again, it was free. And I was second to last to perform. It's late. I had my engineers and in festivals, usually you shouldn't take your own engineers because it takes a long time from like one band to the next. It's like this whole thing and the wiring and the whole thing. Anyways, it took 45 minutes, you guys. Imagine from the last performer, the one before me, 45 minutes for me to come on. Mind you, I didn't know what was going on. You know, my team doesn't tell me they don't want me to get nervous. I didn't find this out until the next day. But era culpa. It was my team's fault because they wanted to change everything up and switch everything up and, and make it sound amazing because they take care of me. But at a festival, now we've learned we shouldn't do that. We're learning little by little. But anyways, it took 45 minutes. So the crowd was upset. They were already like whistling, chiflando, like, hey, like they were kind of like, they were impatient. And I understand. And everybody, I saw everybody's face. I was like, what's going on? Because no one was telling me, like, I thought that it was them. You know, I'm just sitting here waiting for an hour and a half, you guys, sitting in my green room, waiting to go on stage. And I thought it was their fault, the festival's fault, right? 
Anywho, so I see everyone's face and everyone's kind of like nervous. I walk on stage and my band and Johnny, their little faces were like, and I'm like, shit, something's up. But we hadn't communicated because, you know, everyone was doing their own thing. So I went on and sure enough, I felt the crowd, you guys. I felt the crowd. They were upset. They were just looking at me straight face. They were pissed. And I was like, okay, this is my chance to prove to myself, to prove to everyone, the people that brought me here, the radio station that brought me here, that I got what it takes. So I made it my mission to switch their faces. And I said, I'm going to give my all. Mind you, it's late as hell. It was 1.30, I think, in the morning in Mexico. People were tired. Um, there was still another artist after me. So my time was cut a lot shorter because you have to be respectful for the next person. So I was kind of like, I felt rushed and everything, but I saw their faces change right before my eyes, you guys. They went from, I'm so pissed, looking at me up and down. Imagine that energy to where they're like, okay, nodding their heads, smiling a little bit. And it was so gratifying to say, wow, it was like confirmation for me again. Like I am here, I am leaving my footprint and this is what it's all about. You're not always going to have people necessarily, especially at festivals, going from a show like Lunario where everyone was there to see you to a festival where people are pissed and not all of them are there to see you. That is your opportunity as an artist to say, I'm going to show you what I can do. Maybe you don't like me. Maybe you don't know my music, but this is what it's all about. I'm going to get on this stage and give it my all and sing my heart out so that you can fall in love with the songs and maybe with myself. So it was tough and they did cut my time in half, but I was so proud. I was like, dude, we freaking did it. And before I forget, one of the things that I'm doing in this new tour, Abeja Reina Part 2, is I'm crowning people. And I know this sounds crazy, you guys, and some people, especially like maybe some Christians or really religious people, will see it as a bad thing because I am talking about God on stage when I'm wearing some like little shorts and dancing really sexy and having tequila and cussing um, because I've heard little things here and there. It's like, how can she talk about God? How can she pray on stage? And honestly, I don't give I can give two fucks about what those people are saying because this is where you touch people's hearts. God gave me this opportunity, this voice, and I'm going to use it in the best way possible. And this is why I always call myself a spiritual gangster, you guys, because yes, I twerk, but I also go to church. Yes, I cuss, but I love God. I feel like it's all balance. It's the yin and the yang. And I live with good intentions and not just because I cuss and I kiss girls sometimes and I like to dance sexy and I drink tequila. Does it mean that God loves me any less? Absolutely not. And that's why a lot of people stay away from church because they feel judged, right? This is a whole other episode, you guys, but I just needed to say this because I saw some comments and not that I even want to give that too much attention, but I do want to express this because it's important to me. I told God in my prayers and in the darkest moments of my life, God, I know you have me here for a reason because there are a lot of times that I've wanted to give up. He querido tirar la toalla and say, ya, hasta aquí, ya no puedo, because it's tough. It's been an uphill battle for me, but I'm grateful. And anyways, and in those moments, I have told God, look, this is what you want for me. I know that there's something huge coming. Help me stay strong. And I promise you that when we get to those big stages, I will glorify your name, you know, and it's not even about me preaching or anything. It's showing through my experience, through my life, everything that I have lived through and gone through, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the grace and favor of God. If it wasn't for my faith in God, my spirituality, I don't know how I would have been here. Losing my mom the way I lost her, 
everything that I've gone through, it's a higher power. That's all I could say. And I want to share that with everyone. And I wanted people to understand that it's not me, that I'm the abeja reina, that I'm a badass bitch, that this and that I feel I'm better than everyone else. That's not what it is. It's I earned this crown. I didn't always have it. It fell a few times. You know what I mean? I had to pick it up off the floor and put it back on my head and say, no, I am here to stay whether you want me to or not. And I'm not saying you guys, but other people, negative people want me to be here or not. It's not up to you guys. It's up to the man upstairs, to the higher power. And that's what this crown, the Abeja Reina, is all about. And I've been doing it at every show. And I just close my eyes on stage, you guys. And I pray on stage, buzzed or not, looking like a Lahoochie or not, I pray. Because it doesn't matter what you look like or how you dress. If you want to talk to God, he's always there to listen. So, yep. I take that moment in the festival too, you guys. I did it. I was like, I'm not getting off this stage without giving someone this crown. I brought this crown and that's part of my show. And I was already like having to get off, but I was like, I don't care. I'm doing this. So anyways, I close my eyes and I pray and I'm like, God, help me choose the person that you want me to speak to. And I just open my eyes and I look around and whoever I connect with is a person that I just feel it in my heart. I don't even know how to explain it. And I say a few words. I don't even know what I'm going to say. I don't even recite it, you guys. It's just here. I made it this far and I still haven't gotten to where I want to get. And I know that there are going to be more trials and obstacles in my path, but I am here firme y sin temor. And that's basically the message that I give them. No matter what you've gone through, you are also an abeja reina. In the Lunario, there was this guy named Jordan. It was a guy and that's who I spoke to. Oh my God, his heart. Oh my goodness. He was such a beautiful guy. Like, his little eyes, the way he looked at me, you guys, oh my goodness. It was just, I can still remember his look, the look on his face and how happy he was to receive this crown. And it was just, I want people to feel special because we are, because sometimes we get so consumed with life and the negativity that we forget that we are all here for a reason and we have to let our light shine. And I want to be that person to remind you guys. So Anyways, that's what the whole thing with the crown is. And it has, it's all, they're all custom made, you guys. Uh, I have my guy who puts the bees on there. And it's the Abeja Reina crown, you guys. And it's been amazing. And I gave it to Jordan. And I also gave it to two ladies in Mexico and one in, in McAllen. And they loved it. And I'm loving it. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, 
playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. All in all, you guys, it was a successful, successful trip to Mexico. I had a photo shoot the day after the festival, so it was very busy, and I came back very tired, but it was worth it. I felt like, finally, you guys, finally, all the hard work, all the late nights, all the early mornings, all the tears are paying off, and for my type of music, and I think for music in general, you guys, Mexico is such an important plaza, is what we call it, but such an important place for your music and for you to get to the next level as an artist. And they're amazing. And I'm not just saying because we're Mexican or because I'm Mexican, but I'm saying it from the bottom of my heart, you guys. So it for me, it was a huge accomplishment. I had so much fun, as tired as I was for that portada, for that uh, cover that I did for, for the magazine. Estilo de Efe, you guys. It should be coming out soon. I, I think we rocked it. It was amazing. And I just wanted to share that with you guys because I am so proud. I'm so proud of my team. I'm proud of myself of my banda, of everyone that showed up that day. Muchas gracias a todos mis bosbis de México que estuvieron ahí conmigo esa noche en el Lunario. Y pues bueno, the Lunario is the sister and the baby of the big place, Auditorio Nacional. And I did a video out there, you guys, right in front of it. And I said, I will be here one day. And I have it on my vision board. And it says sold out. And God willing, send me all your positive vibe, you guys. We are going to do it. But this was a huge step. And I am grateful. I'm grateful. And I loved Mexico so much that I am really considering. I've been thinking about this for about a year and a half or more, actually. I want to get an apartment out there. Quiero un depa en la Ciudad de México, you guys. I think it's going to happen this year. It has to happen this year. I want to spend more time in Mexico. I want to do more interviews. Quiero hacer más presencia. I want to kind of just be in the atmosphere and for people to know that yes i'm american and i'm proud to be american but i'm also very proud to be mexican so in order to do that i have to spend more time there and they need to see me there and i love mexico city it's such a sexy ass freaking city like it's like la and miami and just so many things all in one and the food is amazing and the people are great so I think, I don't know, it's either that or Guadalajara, but most likely Mexico City. So I'm definitely going to spend more time in Mexico. I'll still have my house here, but I'm going to be like, hopefully having two places, maybe three, because I also want to go to Miami. So anywho, I think we started off this tour on the right foot and I am proud. Honestly, I can tell you that I am so proud of myself. And I know that might sound weird, but 
I am at a point in my life where I, I think it's good and it's healthy for us to say, I am proud of myself. I am proud of how far I've come despite the adversity, the obstacles. I feel calm. Even when we had our press conference the day before the concert, the Mexican media is a little scary, you guys, you know, well, for me at least. Because they ask me all kinds of questions that have nothing to do with my music, that have nothing to do with my life, you know, asking me questions about other artists or other things that are going on in the world or family issues. And I'm just like, dude, I'm so past that. Like, I'm respectful, but now I'm just calm. And they even noticed it. They're like, oh, my God, Chiquis, you're so different. Like, you're radiating this different light. Is it because you're happy in your relationship? And yes, it has to do with my relationship. I'm in peace. But it also has to do with how I feel about myself and I feel confident and I feel secure and I feel worthy and I feel capaz. I feel capable. You know what I mean? Like, I really do feel that way. I feel like I've lost fear. And even if I were to fall on stage, God forbid, you know, but it happens to the best of us. It happened to Carol G and she handled it like a freaking queen. And even if something like that were to happen, I'm not like afraid anymore of like everything that could go wrong. I'm thinking of everything that can go right. You know, that's, that's, I think what switched. And I'm like, well, I'm here because God wants me to be here. This is my mission. This is my testimony. This is my platform. And if I wasn't meant to be here, I wouldn't be here. And once that clicked, it was just like, oh shoot. Like I just feel free to do and be me completely and F what anyone else thinks. It's just been growing and growing more every time that it's not that I'm not nervous before going on stage because I was nervous, but even that is calm. It's like silent. It's not as loud anymore in my tummy, in my mind right before going on stage. So I was a little nervous, but not as much as I used to be. And I hope those nerves and those butterflies never go away because I feel like that is a sign of you being completely passionate of what you're doing you love what you're doing. So you, you're going to feel a little nervous because at least me, I want to do my very best. But now it's a different, it's just different. I'm completely present. Before I would go on stage and the first song, I was still kind of like, oh shoot, like worried about the crowd and worried about what they were thinking and how they were feeling. And now it's like, dude, I'm here. Let me show you. Even if you don't know this song, I'm gonna sing it with my whole heart so that you can fall in love with the song. You know what I mean? It's so different. And that's what it's all about. I wasn't ready to stop with the Abeja Reina tour. So that's why I was like, I need a part two. And there's more music coming out. So I'm still trying to figure out if it's going to be a deluxe or a B-side. Trying to figure that out. So if you want to catch the Abeja Reina experience, I will be sharing my next tour dates. I'm trying to focus mainly in Mexico. Like that was my plan for this year. But we are going to be hitting Texas and Chicago and a lot more states. So I will keep you guys updated. But I'm definitely looking forward to sharing this with you guys. The full set list is amazing, you guys. Like, it's not just because I put it together and I chose the songs and everything, but it's really fun. Like, I have to, for one, enjoy what I'm singing. And that time in the Lunario, because in these last two shows that I did after the Lunario, I wasn't able to do my entire set list. But it was over two hours, two and a half hours, you guys, at the Lunario. And it was amazing. It felt like just fast and just, it was like, I, it kept me wanting more. So I'm hoping that that's how you guys feel, but I'm excited. I'm excited and I'm not going to have like a crazy amount of shows just because I have been telling myself I want to work smarter, not harder. And I want to do 
and hit places that I wasn't able to hit in the part one of Abajerreina. So I just wanted to clear that up. And I also want to kind of save myself and as an artist and because I do my best to give my absolute best all the time at every show, it does deplete me a little bit, you know, and and I'm exerting so much energy that I want to make sure I give myself some time in between my shows to give you guys my absolute best. Because I can go out there and hit it hard, but also it exhausts me mentally and emotionally. So that's why I was like, I I really want to take care of that aspect so that I can give you guys my absolute best. So anyways, I will share all my dates with you guys and hopefully I'm able to see you guys soon. Okay. And before we go, I want to leave you guys with a few words to help motivate and inspire you throughout the week. So here is my motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, life is good when you spend it with the people who make your heart happy. And that's you guys. So thank you so much. No me canso de decirles, los quiero mucho, los aprecio con todo mi corazón. And thank you for supporting my podcast and my music. It means a lot. I thank God every day. I'm not lying. At night and in the morning, I'm like, thank you, God, for the people that support me and take the time to get to know Chiquis, Janae. Anywho, I'll catch you guys uh, next week. Los quiero mucho y como saben siempre, besitos. Los amo. Do you need advice on love, relationships, health, y más? I'm so excited to share with you that my Cheekies and Chill podcast will have an extra episode drop each week. I'll be answering all your questions. Just leave me a voice message con todas tus preguntas y yo te las voy a contestar personalmente. All you have to do is go to speakpipe.com slash Cheekies and Chill podcast and record your questions. I can't wait to hear from you. This is a production of iHeartRadio and the My Cultura Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram at My Cultura Podcast and follow me, Cheekies. That's C-H-I-Q-U-I-S. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and check us out on YouTube. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeart Media. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.